Streaming has gotten way too complicated, but you can hack the system with Prime Video. It has everything in one app with one password. See Roadhouse and the National Women's Soccer League both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on. Or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Feeling like you need a punch of energy? Enter wonderful pistachios. I love them. The snack that packs a protein punch. And the best part, they come in so many flavors and so many sizes. Whether you're on the go or chilling at home, wonderful pistachios, they're the go-to snack for me. Here's the real kicker, the protein. These little wonders are one of the highest protein nuts out there. Just one ounce serves up a whopping six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. So visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. I love them. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday on Fox Sports Radio at noon to 3 Eastern, 9 a.m. to noon Pacific. Find your local station for the Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Fox Sports Radio or FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Here we are on a Thursday. Lots going on live in Los Angeles. It's The Herd, wherever you may be and however you may be listening. Thanks for making us part of your day. One hour from now, my favorite part of the year, Greg Cosell stops by for 15 minutes. What does he see? What doesn't he see? Greg Cosell, top of next hour. Yes, once again, I am battling a head cold. So is J-Mac. We're wobbling around. No equilibrium. Something is going around either the studio or Los Angeles, but I can barely breathe. We are here to deliver infotainment today. How you doing? You dropped equilibrium. I'm in the wobbling open. all over the place here. Yeah. Forgot my phone today. Oh, no, at home? <laughs> yeah. Holy. Finally got it. Oh, geez. That was One of those say. things. Man, you're a mess, huh? I took those dark green pills, slept for nine hours. What do they call it? NyQuil? Oh. One of those nights. Uh, So I saw this. uh, A memo to sports headline writers over America. We know you're looking for clicks. But I saw this one this morning. Look at the Eagles, Dolphins, Cowboys got a haul because of how badly the 49ers whiffed on the Trey Lance deal. You guys all realize um, the next draft they found their franchise quarterback and they landed in the same space. A cheap, talented quarterback who they don't have to pay big boy money to for three to four years. Finding a quarterback in the seventh round, last pick, that's unprecedented. That's almost impossible. Whiffing on a first-round pick happens all the time. Getting aggressive, moving up for a quarterback that doesn't work. That happens all the time. How you get a franchise quarterback 
is not that relevant. That you get a franchise quarterback is really relevant or the coach and GM lose their jobs. Pete Carroll's a legend. Before he landed Russell Wilson, they gave Matt Flynn a three-year deal with a chance to make $26 million. He threw nine passes. They traded a second-round pick for Charlie Whitehurst. He never played. Then they landed Russell Wilson. Matt Flynn and Charlie Whitehurst disappear into the ether. They found their franchise quarterback. Jimmy Garoppolo, older quarterback, couldn't stay healthy. So the Niners rolled the dice, traded up to get a young, sturdy, athletic, coachable, smart kid. Didn't work. But also it should be noted, the following year, last pick in the draft, they found it. Doesn't matter that Pete Carroll traded a second-round pick for Charlie Whitehurst or they were going to pay Matt Flynn up to $26 million. How in life has a thousand paths? That doesn't care which one you take. Denver Nuggets. Did you know they drafted Rudy Gobert with a first-round pick 10 years ago? Moved off it in about an hour. The next year, they got Jokic in the second round. They got their center. Nobody cares. How and that are two different things. NFL's a bottom-line business. The Niners got Joe Montana in the third round, Kaepernick in the second, Brock Purdy in the seventh, <laughs> Jimmy Garoppolo in a trade, Steve Young in a trade. Well, most of those guys got them to a Super Bowl. How? Who cares? That important. I mean, go look at the Jets. They fly out to Malibu. They're desperate. They got Aaron Rodgers. How? They hired Nathaniel Hackett. They told him they'd get him Randall Cobb, Alan Lazard, whatever. They've got Aaron Rodgers. How they got him, who cares? That they got him is everything. Go look at Jared Goff. The Rams give up a haul to move up to get Jared Goff. A haul. Looks like a bust. Fire a coach. Get a new offensive coach with no head coaching experience. Goff gets good, goes to a Super Bowl. They pay him a fortune. But a year and a half later, they get tired of him. Then they give up a bunch of picks to get Matt Stafford and win a ring. Nobody cares. Sean McVay's ring never falls off. They got the ring. Rams are even bad now. Doesn't matter. Got the ring. Kyle Shanahan doesn't have one. Everybody worries about the how. Don't. How you end up happy in life is irrelevant. That you end up happy in life is everything. J-Mac is, Ryan is, I am, different paths. The Niners have their franchise quarterback, and they don't have to pay him for three years. Nobody cares how Pete Carroll found his. Brady was in the sixth. Dak was in the fourth. Tony Romo and Kurt Warner were undrafted. Who cares? It doesn't matter. Everybody gets caught up in the how. That. Headline writers. The headline is, Niners have their franchise quarterback and will pay him a nickel for the next three years. His name is Brock Purdy. It all evens out. They even have a good backup, Sam Darnold, who could start for teams. They're fine. The Trey Lance thing happens about half the time. You either draft a guy in the first round, you move up for a guy in the first round, a quarterback, it's the hardest position to evaluate. doesn't work out. doesn't mean he's a bad kid. doesn't mean he can't play. Just not in San Francisco. It's fine. They got him. His name is Brock Purdy. All right.
Speaking of headline writers, we used to have a president, and he always used the term fake news. And there is some fake news out there. There's a lot of people now, bloggers, uh, you know, anonymous stuff. You don't know who's writing what. New York Times, Washington Post, Chicago Tribune, ABC, NBC, CBS. Even many of you think they have agendas, right? Now we have a cable world where this one is right-wing stuff, this one is left-wing stuff. CNN was this, now they're that. Yeah, I understand it. Political stuff has agendas, but there are legitimate news organizations. But I do see stuff in the media where I understand why you, the consumer, get worn out. And that this is not a big deal, but you should try to ask questions that you don't know the answer to. And I saw this headline this morning. USC quarterback Caleb Williams. Caleb Williams says he's not decided whether to enter the 2024 NFL draft. Yeah, he has. It's over, and every fan knows it. He's going to be a top five pick. Probably number one. Overwhelmingly number one if he doesn't get hurt. There's no story. When it comes to young athletes or young people or victims, you tread more lightly. The season hasn't started. No reporter should be employed if he's still struggling with the idea of what Caleb Williams is going to do after this year. You shouldn't be employed. It's not difficult. Who drafts him? We don't know. That's worth a discussion. Arizona Raiders, Texans. That's fascinating. That he's going to leave after this year, it's done. It's over. Don't be naive. It's over. Well, Colin, the NIL is irrelevant. USC probably works deals to pay him three to four million bucks a year. He's going to sign a contract as the number one pick for whatever number one picks get. He's leaving. It's over. I told you two years before Andrew Luck got drafted, he's going to be number one. I told you two years before Trevor Lawrence got drafted, when he played in the national title game against Alabama, that's your number one pick. I'm telling you a year in advance, and you know it. He's the number one pick if he's healthy. Drake Mays probably too. Maybe Harrison, the receiver from Ohio State. A lot of good players this year. Great draft. Great, great draft last year. A bad draft. But come on, media. Do better. We know He's leaving college. There's no debate. This is like college football writers who write about who's going to win the Heisman in week three. Is that what really fans are talking about? They want to know who's going to win the games. You're not even in the conference play yet. Caleb Williams is leaving college after this year. Why do a gotcha? Why do a find a quote you can use? He said what he has to say. You know, I haven't thought about that. All I care about is this season. The fact that he had to answer a question or it's a discussion or it's a headline, that's why people turn on the media. They don't care if we make mistakes. Listen, when a surgeon makes a mistake, a trapeze artist makes a mistake, a pilot makes a mistake, it's punitive. People can die. We all make mistakes in our life. This is not the end of the world. But there's a reason why trust in the media has plummeted. And it's not on mistakes, it's on agendas. It's, it's doing stuff just for primarily gotcha. This feels like a gotcha. Kayla Williams not decided what... It's over. It's all over. He's going number one if he's healthy. If he gets banged up, maybe somebody pauses and he goes two, three, or four. But it's not a story. Not to anybody who's being honest. All right. Very fired up today. I got to tell you, you know, I use the term from time to time, drip, 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 drip. Watch out for teams. You see a little drip, little drip, little drip. 
Don't know if you noticed this, J-Mac. I don't want to go too deep into it, but Corey Davis retired. Kind of, sort of left. So let's see. Lazard's hurt. Corey Davis gone. Mims was a bust. Okay. Don't want to see. You know what you hear from the Giants these days? Oh, yeah. They're butt Happy as a clam. Not a peep from the Giants. Giants made a big trade this morning. You see that? Where? Snagged a former first-round pick from Arizona. Kid Isaiah Simmons, the linebacker. They just got him for like a seventh-round pick. Giants trending upward, Colin. You got to love it. Oh, my gosh. I didn't. When did that just happen? Like within the last hour. Hmm? Listen, man, come on. Jonathan Gannon gets to town. I got to. (laughs) Realizes, whoa, Isaiah, he's not fitting into my plans. I'm out. He's out of here. Come on. New York Giants got a former first-round pick for a seventh round. For nothing, yeah. And he's athletic as heck and a playmaker. I got to tell you something. Preseason matters. I'm feeling very, very interested in the New York Giants. Putting them in the playoffs? Top of next hour, I'm going to tell you who I have in. Oh, it's changed. <laughs> Season hasn't started. What if it's changed? What if- I love it. I love it. A seventh round pick comes up. Uh, uh, sorry, former first round pick for a seventh rounder comes on board. Whoa, wait. What do we got cooking here? Giants. It's something. It's something. We should have a side bet if Washington passes them in the division. Washington I'll bet you third. right now. Even with this head cold and I can't see straight, I'll bet you a hundy right now. No, 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 I'm not doing Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Don't miss out on any of the NBA playoff action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. 90 seconds, all it takes. Use the code HERD. New customers bet five. That's it. Five bucks and get 200 in bonus bets instantly. That's code heard only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text hope and y 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions terms and responsible gaming resources. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Now entering the No Bull Zone, sponsored by Credible. Great rates, none of the bull. Um, you know, I, I, I was told yesterday uh, by somebody who's pretty close to the 49ers that he wouldn't be shocked if the Niners moved off Trey Lance. They've made a decision on the quarterback. You can't be a distraction as a backup or a number three quarterback, and this whole thing's becoming a distraction. 
you know, the media in San Francisco, not all, but some, or he wasn't treated fairly. You can't have a backup be a distraction, especially now a number three guy. Kyle Shanahan talked yesterday. He said, hey, we like Trey. Sam Darnold had a better camp. I mean, this isn't a thing that we're giving up on Trey. This is more of how Brock played in his seven games, and that was decided before this season started. And then how good Sam's looked. They both looked good. But we do have to make a decision here, and you only get so many reps at it, and um, we feel um, – you know, starting about 10 days ago, Sam really separated himself. And um, we got to keep it real in that way. Listen, Kyle Shanahan offensively is a football expert. He is. Half the league now uses his offense, copies him. How many practices do you think it really took him to figure out Trey wasn't the guy? The NBA has single workouts. GM, head coach sit there. And decide on draft picks. A 60-minute workout. One. Trey Lance didn't get a fair shot. How many practices did Kyle Shanahan need? How many years did he need? Nick Wright talked about this yesterday. I'm not arguing that Trey Lance is a great player. I am, uh, I am simply stating the fact that forget top five picks. First round quarterbacks taken. All of them have gotten a bigger opportunity to show if they can or can't play in the last 30 years. you got to go back to Jim Drunken Miller and Andre Ware to see a guy who got four starts and out. They realized very quickly it wasn't going to work. NBA teams do single workouts, 60-minute workouts. GM head coach, lead scout, sits in a chair. They watch Dame work out, Dame Lillard. Small Oakland gym. He blows him away, and they draft him. One workout. Baseball has showcases where they go into towns, couple of hours. That kid can make our farm system. NFL has a combine. A combine, a weekend in your underwear. And they will use cone drills, 40-yard dash times, bench press, and decide... Yeah, forget the three years of SEC or Big Ten film. Sports are cutthroat. There's standings. There's winners. There's losers. You get injured, you lose your job. I get injured. I don't even know if it's legal to lose my job. But in sports, that's the way it is. Whenever I hear these phrases, that's not fair, reminds me of, I'm offended by that. Okay, you go over in the corner and work on your feelings. We've got a game Sunday. The grown-ups have a game tomorrow. I don't give a rip if it's not fair or your feelings are hurt. We have standings. They don't care about your feelings. It didn't take Kyle Shanahan long. I was told very early, very early, and my source was there. They didn't think he was athletic enough. He wasn't as athletic as they thought he was going to be. He wasn't as twitchy. So they came to a realization. They knew that his throwing needed work, but they realized very early the athletic part wasn't close to what you have to be if you're not a great thrower. And then the throwing part, it just was a struggle. Good day, bad day. Good day, bad day. Good camp, bad camp. Kyle Shanahan, when it comes to singing, entertainment, good God, I don't know anything about music. I could watch The Voice you're about, you're about two melodies and a lyric in. You're like, yeah, that doesn't work. Or, that's great. 
doesn't take long. Fair, I'm offended by that. That's not right. People identify very early. I said this yesterday. I talked to Bill Polian. He's a Hall of Fame general manager. And I, you know, Bill's a friend, and I talked to him years and years. I used to talk to him more regularly because we worked together at the other place. And I said, did you ever, you know, privately, did you ever just whiff on a guy? And he goes, oh, yeah. He goes, it's a, it's a bad feeling. He goes, I drafted an offensive lineman, and I knew three practices in, guy couldn't play in this league. Couldn't play in the league. I still think Trey can play in the league. I just don't think San Francisco's the place. It's okay. Sam Arnold's better. I watch camp. You watch games. He's better. Brock Purdy's never lost a game. He started and finished. <laughs> what do you want the coaches to do? It's like I said earlier, how you find your quarterback doesn't matter. That you find him matters. How your first round pick doesn't or does work doesn't really matter. That he does or doesn't, you have to identify very quickly. And if it doesn't, you move on. J-Mac with the news. No, 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 no. Turn on the news. This is the Herdline News. You mentioned Bill Polian, obviously did a lot of great things in his career. He also, probably most famous for saying that Lamar Jackson should switch to wide receiver and by, for the when record, Lamar Jackson was coming out of Louisville. There were, um, I had people tell me that didn't go on record, they didn't think Lamar was going to work. And for the record, well, how many teams passed on Lamar? Yeah, he, what, th- he yeah. was late first round. Was yeah. he the last pick in the first round? Yeah, I mean, round? a lot of people, when you watch, I, I, it's so funny, I went down a rabbit hole about uh, a week ago, and I was watching Lamar Jackson college video from like his second, third year in college before he got drafted. <laughs> it looked like the video was sped up. He was so fast. And you, you watched them and you thought, this is a great college quarterback. I don't know. I didn't know. I'm like... He's skinny. He's amazing. Is that going to work in the NFL? It's it's inexact. Nobody knows. Everybody, Belichick can't draft a skill player to save his life. Remember the game Lamar had against Clemson, Louisville Clemson? I, I remember. Think it was a Saturday night. Un- Lamar Jackson just put on an incredible show. You're like, oh my gosh, this guy's this guy's unbelievable. Yeah. But you're right. People don't want to hear this because people spend their whole lives recruiting and scouting. Everybody's guessing. In okay, the NFL draft. That is the jet, reality. I don't care fans, who you're talking to. Jet fans love to bang on me for Darnold. You all love Zach Wilson. Yes. And I was completely defiant. I was defiant on Manziel. Baker. I whiffed on Darnold, who, by the way, in San Francisco, proven through a couple games, can still play. But he wasn't as good as I thought. No. But it's like, folks, it's not exact. Everybody, every armchair quarterback's an expert. This stuff, drafting quarterbacks, is Hard. It's very hard. I mean, Josh Rosen went, I think, 10th uh, t- overall. I don't know if he's going to make a roster this year. Like, it, it, it's very difficult to predict. That position more than any. Yeah, yeah. All right, uh, let's start with the Broncos. They obviously made the big investment in Russell Wilson last year. He had the worst season of his career. Now under even more pressure after Sean Payton showed up. Russ isn't worried. In fact, he's ready to thrive. Here's what he had to say. Do I feel the pressure? No. Um, you know, I, I, don't run, I don't run from it. You know, uh, I, I look forward to it. I run to it. If anything, I think we, we as a team, you know, we're all in this thing together. Um, we're all searching for one thing, and that's to get better every day. Um, we're not looking too far ahead. You know, all we got is today. Trying to learn as much as we can from today's practice. Trying to learn to the next day, and use that experience. I know everybody. They get mad because he kind of gives you these rote or cliched answers. But he said something one time that I thought I don't know if it was his. But Russell Wilson said something once, and I thought he really understood the position. He said, pressure is a privilege. Mm. There's no pressure on the on a number three quarterback. 
franchise quarterback, there's pressure. It's an absolute privilege. And I think he's always understood that and accepted it. His answers may feel canned. Kirk Cousins' answers may feel canned. I'll take that over cocky Wednesday presser. I'll take (laughs) cliches from Andrew Luck and Tom Brady every day of the week. I can line up the 10 best quarterbacks ever. Joe Montana was not a great soundbite. Either was Brady. Either is Russell. Baker was. Russell Russell Wilson's a good soundbite. That was good about pressure. I like that. I run from it. I'm not afraid of it. The best quote on pressure ever, Stephen Jackson. Do you remember him? He would he played in the NBA. He's like 6'8", uh, played for the Pacers, a bunch of other oh, yeah, teams. No, Steve he Jackson. does the Up in Smoke podcast yeah, with Matt Barnes. Yeah. So I was working with Stephen Jackson here at FS1, and I was in the uh, dressing room with him, you know, and somehow pressure came up, and he's like, I make love to pressure. Just <laughs> just like inviting it, and I just start cracking up. I mean, Stephen Jackson's a big dude. Um, but, yeah, listen, if you're afraid of pressure, you know, Sports probably not for you. you yeah. Know? No, I mean it's it's uh, it's gobbled up great golfers. David Duvall gobbled him up. Greg Norman on a Sunday at the Masters gobbled him up. Like pressure is one of the boxes you have to check. When Tiger Woods was in his prime, like in that 10, 12 year window, everybody talked about what he did off the tee. He was so good on the greens. And I, I don't think of Tiger as a great putter, but when I go back to YouTube or I watch documentaries on Tiger Woods, he was 18-foot putts almost felt automatic in big moments. And it's like Tiger was built for that. Yeah. You love pressure. Uh, in men's Basketball League playoffs yes. coming up. A lot of pressure on you. We're facing a team with second best player in the league. And I told the guys, listen, he's better than me. He's 15 years younger That's than right. me. I want to guard him. Yeah. I want five minutes of his smoke just that. to start the game. Then, then we'll hand him off to someone else uh, when, it, when the time matters. But you're yeah, the, I, You're the Steven Jackson of your league. No, I am absolutely not. Now, uh, next up, the Jets. Yeah, we keep talking about the Jets. Everybody loves it. Um, veteran Jason Peters. Remember that left tackle played with the Eagles forever? He's currently a free agent. And he was asked if he could, you know, if the Jets called him up, what would he say? Here's Jason Peters. They give me a call. I'm going to show up and show out. That's what I do. I'm a straight professional when it comes to that. Helping the young guys. They want me to sit. You know I'll sit. But I'm always going to be involved helping guys and making sure they're the best person they can be when they step on the field on Sundays. Now, now Peters, I think, went to Dallas for a minute when they needed some help. Look, I, think. I, I thought he went to Chicago. Might have been Chicago. He's been around the league, but yeah, he's he, like, I mean, this guy's like 37, 38 years old. Yeah, he, um, last time I saw him, he looked old. He was really, really good for a long time with the Eagles. Um, and this is a big weekend for the Jets, okay? It sounds like Dwayne Brown's getting work in practice today. Yes, I'm reading the daily practice reports. You should. Um, it's going to be Brown and Becton. And we shall see what happens with the Jets. But, uh, yeah, that, that Corey Davis retirement's interesting. I don't know how it works financially um, because they still have his rights now that he's retired. Yeah, they have his rights, but it sounded like, I don't want to dig into it, I don't know, but it sounded like the sport had kind of worn him down, I yeah. think, mentally, physically, and Corey. Uh, he's got talent, but it, it is interesting now. Garrett Wilson's a kid. Lazard's a three. Masquerading as a two. Nicole Hardman, don't forget him. Yeah, Andy Reid bailed on him. Tight end gives you about 250 yards a year. <laughs> I'm just being honest. I'm not trying to be like inflame it. It's just yeah. it's not no, great. No, that's fair. By the way, Lazard sounds like he is going to be ready for week one. Not a massive concern. Um, but I, we'll see. Like, listen, if they call Jason Peters, be ready, buddy. You know? That any, Buffalo, USF, any USFL <laughs> left tackles out there looking good? No. USFL, not just because it's on Fox, there are some skilled players who can play on Sunday. It's not a good O-line league. 
It is not. It's bad. If you can block, you're in the league. Because every team, in, I mean, there's very few teams in the league that don't need an offensive lineman. Or at least a second team depth guy. So, who, who was it that came on the show and said that's the position with the least depth in the league? Somebody recently came on here and was like, listen, offensive line depth is lacking. It's it's really an issue in the league. Yeah, that's and why I, you saw the Chargers. Remember last year they had the injuries and it's like Herbert's under pressure. It's like offensive line, you got to have depth. Eagles, healthiest O-line last year. Go to the Super Bowl. Also great O-line. Yeah, Chiefs offensive line. Kelsey's two years arguably ago. the best center ever. And Lane Johnson's the best right tackle now and in a short list of ever. Like that can think about that, and they've oh, got other guys who have worked. But, but remember, I mean, Chiefs in that Super Bowl, offensive line decimated, and Mahomes over. running for his life. They quickly fixed that in like two years, didn't they? They well, got they the center. Um, they got Tooney. Then they drafted Creed Humphrey out of Humphrey. Oklahoma. He's boom, awesome. boom. Yeah, he's he's the second best center in the league to Kelsey. Yeah. All right. Final story: Ezekiel Elliott settling in with the Patriots. Obviously, seven years with the Cowboys. Uh, Zeke feels home in Foxborough. Here's what he had to say. I think when you look at my play style and, and, and the culture of this team, I think, you know, they're, they're, it's a good match. And so, you know, I think I, I'm a good fit. I was kind of at home for a long time, so I got I got a lot of energy. I think I missed the first, what, 17 practices at camp. Uh, so, you know, I thought I definitely should come in and be kind of a little energizer boost. But, uh, I mean, the transition's been good. I've been getting along with the team. Uh, you know, love the coaches. You know, love this atmosphere. Love, love uh, this program. And, um, you know, just having fun. It's going to be so weird to see him in a Patriot jersey, isn't it? He's so much a Dallas Cowboy. There's the just certain players that just feel like their team. I'm not body language guy, but did he look a little slim down? Maybe it's the hair. He just looks slim down and more mature in that interview. You know, remember Dallas? He would step up to the mic. He was all but you cocky. Know, he was the man. He was the alpha on the team. But, but I will say, he was he was immature in college and early in yeah. the pros. He does feel like, and by the way, they're all kids. It does feel like he's grown up. Like he's come... You kind of sense your mortality is the wrong word, but you kind of sense your career mortality when you're a running back by about year four and you're looking around the league and nobody's getting deals and you've been carrying the ball 260 a year, you're beat up. Like it's 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 it, he's not even thirty. That's crazy. Guys. No, that's that's running back's the last position on offense. You can hit anywhere, anytime. That's just the way it is. So he's I mean, the one thing I always liked about Zeke is he's a willing blocker. Like he'll 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 he can catch. He's got good hands. He's a number two in this league. But you know, if you're not going to be a star running back, you got to block and you got to catch. And he, to his credit, will. Uh, I know people will say he's washed. Blah blah blah. I'm just going to say, in his prime, he was. Great. This guy was. And go look at that Ohio State run, the 85 yard touchdown oh, run against Alabama, a stacked Alabama. If defense. I said last, I don't want to go all time. Last. 20 years. Adrian Peterson's probably the best back. Le'Veon Bell had an unbelievable three or four years. He was really, really good. There's been a lot of good backs. Zeke certainly They don't last long. I would say Derrick Henry, who took a while to get going. Remember him? It just it took him years to get going. Adrian Peterson to me was one of the only running backs I've ever seen that I didn't think guys wanted to tackle. Yeah. Like, LaDainian Tomlinson's got to be up there. He was Oh, un- uh, LaDainian in the last 20 years. LaDainian was, that's a guy, by the way, this kid Atlanta got, this Bijan Robinson, catch, block, run. Like he's got, I had a GM tell me, cleanest player in the draft. Has no flaws. We'll talk more about Atlanta leading up, but Colin, very little tape on Desmond Ritter. I, are they hiding him? I, I know you mentioned Atlanta. I'm just very curious what's happening there. I don't even know what he looks like as a drop back. Like, they got weapons. They got dudes. London, Pitts, Bijan. Oh, no, they have. Uh, the quarterback uh, is. 
I, I don't know. I don't know what's going on there. Have you seen a lot of Ritter tape? No. And NFL, then, there's like nothing. Are they hi- Why is Arthur Smith hiding it? What's going on? Well, Green Bay did this with Jordan Love. Yeah, he entered some games last year. But right? I mean, had to, but yeah, anytime yeah. they could control it, they didn't let any video out. I don't, I don't have an answer for it. You know, teams like to control what gets out. Sometimes you can't. Yeah. Jordan Love for three years, it was, we joked it was the Loch Ness Monster. It's like you had these grainy pieces of video. You're like, what is he? That's why Jordan Love's so fascinating. And Desmond Ritter less so because, I, you know, I, a Green Bay is a bigger brand. But I, I don't know what Jordan Love's going to play like. These preseason games when you're doing bootleg rolls, he's averaging four and a half yards per attempt. I, I get nothing out of he that. He did have one throw down the field that you he showed. He did. Oh, that was, was nice. Like, Whoa, Jordan Love. He can uncork a 25-yard pass. Well, I didn't know that. you got to kind of be able you got to be able to do that with Christian Watson bit, yeah. especially. J-Mac with the news. Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. The Herd Lie News. Interesting. Greg Cosell, top of next hour. I'll give you my AFC, NFC playoff teams. I got a couple hanging on the edges, but I'm very, very close. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. He's Mike Carmen. I'm Dan Byard. We have a brand new fantasy football podcast called I Want Your Flex. Twice a week, every Tuesday and Friday, we come up with new episodes to not only look back at what happened, what you need to do at that minute, and also look ahead of what's coming up in the fantasy football world. That's right, Dan. Every week, we're going to scour the waiver wire to find the pickups to turbo boost your fantasy lineup, sits, starts, fantasy football players' rankings to get you ready to dominate the competition. Listen to I Want Your Flex with Mike Harmon and me, Dan Beyer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts there's no distance too far for the perfect trip hi checking in for or the perfect table hey where are you coming and when you get access to resi priority notify with your amex platinum card hey this looks amazing i'm so glad you made it and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through amex travel it's worth the trip that's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The 82-game preseason is in the books. It's finally time for the real season. Don't miss out on any of the NBA playoff action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. From the play-in tournament through the finals, DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered with same-game parlays, live betting, odds, boosts, and more. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. The code is HERD. New customers bet five and get 200 in bonus bets instantly. 200. That's code HERD only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions terms and responsible gaming resources. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. 
Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Deion Sanders, Coach Prime, is coming to the biggest season opener college football has seen in years. As his Colorado Buffaloes face 17th ranked TCU, big noon Saturday on Fox starts September 2nd. Absolutely no idea. I have to watch that game. I have no idea what I'm going to get. TC, I know they have a good TCU quarterback. TCU by 30? Probably. I know they have a really good quarterback, and I know they have this kid. I think it's Travis Hunter, who could be the best athlete in college football. So they got to, he, he'll be a return guy. I mean, so a great athlete and a great quarterback, but man, they, they, like 50 of their players just left. It's like, that is hard. But it's college football's weird now. Brian Kelly and Lincoln Riley, in six months, redid their rosters. You can do it. Now, Colorado doesn't have the NIL or the brand to quite do it, but I, if sometimes in sports, I'm just rooting for interesting. I think Deion Sanders to Colorado, I have no idea if it's going to work. My initial feeling was, eh, that's a weird fit. And then I'm thinking over the course of the weekend when I heard it the first time, I'm like, well, he'll make, we'll talk about Colorado. And part of recruiting is just being in getting into the house, getting into the living room of a parent. So we'll see how it works out. I'm going to watch the game, though. I have, I have a vibe. They're going to be a two-win team. And after about a half against TCU, they just don't have enough players or depth. So uh, this, this is a sad story. The Angels, Shohei Otani. I have talked more Shohei Otani than any baseball player in the last 15 years outside of maybe a Derek Jeter or an A-Rod. Uh, he tore his UCL, so his pitching career is in peril. Uh, this injury cost him a lot of money. Uh, if he needs Tommy John surgery, this would be the second in about five years. But let's be honest, the pitching and hitting dominance was probably not going to be sustainable, and he still leads baseball in home runs. He's a great athlete. He moves well. He's going to get paid, but he probably lost 150000 bucks or $150 million bucks potentially on the pitching side. But Bo Jackson was a dual-sport athlete. His hips wore out. Uh, bodies have limitations. That's why I, I say this. I watched uh, uh, Tiger Woods for about 12 to 15 years would come out of his shoes. I would watch a golf tournament. And you know how like you'll watch a swing and the analyst will say, oh, it's perfect work there, good turn. Tiger Woods would come out of his shoes. Every golf instructor in the world would tell you, don't swing that hard. And he dominated golf. And so in the end, what happened? Back issues, knee issues. Tiger Woods looked like Ed Reed on a golf course. He'd wear those red shirts. He was jacked. Bodies have limitations. Tiger fell apart. Big Ben and Cam Newton walked into this league bigger than defensive ends. Took too many hits. Aged really quickly. So my guess is this is going to cost him a lot of money. Um, at one point this year, he threw a one-hitter. It was a, I think it was a doubleheader against Detroit. He threw a one-hitter. A couple hours later, knocked out a couple of jacks. I mean, he banged a couple home runs. That's not sustainable. That stuff doesn't – he's already uh, – I think he's late 20s. What is he, 27, 28, something like that? He's done it. 29 years old. He, his he, bodies have limitations. Even Tiger Woods, Big Ben, Cam Newton. So my takeaway here and, and what I would – I think most people are curious about is I think he's going to lead the Angels. I think he's – if you're sitting there, you're thinking, okay, I had this year and we couldn't even compete. Mike Trout is back on the injured list. Angels are either cursed or not well run, but I don't know if I trust their doctors going forward. This has felt to me for a year like the Dodgers have been getting ready 
for Otani. Kershaw got a one-year deal. They moved off Cody Bellinger. It feels like they have been looking at this. Go up the 405, the 5 an hour. It looks like he's going to be a Dodger to me. I think he's comfortable uh, on the West Coast. I know he likes playing for the Angels. But, you know, and this is not a shot at the Angels. But if you were his agent and the Dodgers, who are incredibly well-run, can surround him with talent, if the Angels have to pay him, you know, the market price, with Mike Trout now hurt more than healthy, what can you surround him with? I mean, that's why he's got to go somebody like Braves, Astros, Mets, where you can surround him with players. So um, I, the Dodgers feel like the fit. It's sad. But it also, I think sometimes you look at these players and it's like, how, how long can Bo Jackson do this? Two-way athletes. It's not like the 40s. It's not high school football. Like it, it was one of the most amazing things I've ever seen. But he's still a great power hitter, and somebody's going to pay a lot of money for him and should. So um, I, I saw this. So the Hard Knocks has given us a little peek, a little peek inside the Jets. The first episode, Salah's complaining about the O-line. In the second episode, Aaron's Randall Cobb is complaining about the receivers. <laughs> uh, and I do think this is a story. Corey Davis basically stepping away, their wide receiver at 28 years old. So now they have O-line issues, receiver depth issues, and Aaron's getting prickly issues. You're not hearing a peep from the New York Giants, by the way. So here's the tight end wide receiver group for the Jets as of this morning. So Garrett Wilson's your number one. He's 23 years old. Alan Lazard is your two. He's hurt, and the truth is he's more of a three than a two. McCall Hardman, who Andy Reid bailed on, is a three, very inconsistent. Uh, CJ uh, Uzoma is your tight end. He gives you about 350 yards a year. That is not a Super Bowl-level wide receiver tight end group. It is not a Super Bowl-level offensive line group. Uh, here's the good news. Corey Davis leaving clears up about $10 million, $10.5 bucks of cap space. So the guys on the team this morning, we looked it up. I think, I think they have about $19 bucks around there in cap space. There are wide receivers out there. Um, Juwan Jennings for the Niners, give them a ring. I mean, they've got Debo and Brandon Ayuk and George Kittle. They may be willing to move off a wide receiver. Van Jefferson for the Rams, they're dying, dying for a pass rush interior lineman. Maybe you can call him on uh, Van Jefferson. Uh, there's going to be some cuts next week, early next week. There could be some surprise cuts. Mike Evans in Tampa feels like he's withering away down in Tampa. By the way, Tampa does not view Kyle Trask or Baker as the future. I would call, I would call Tampa and, and give a call to – there's a lot of things here. Mike Evans would solve all your problems. They would be a different football team. Then Garrett Wilson's your two. Okay, that's different. That's bringing an ace to the staff. Mike Evans would change everything. W would I use that cap space for Mike Evans? I would if, if Dwayne Brown can play this year. So the Jets in the next few days, we've got a Mekhi Becton issue. We've got a Dwayne Brown issue. If you felt comfortable with Becton and his knee and his weight, if you felt comfortable, Mike Evans gets very tasty. And I never thought in my life just adding a wide receiver changed things for years and years. But the league has changed now. Mike Evans, a true one. Garrett Wilson, a 1A. Lazard, a 3, which he really is. McCole Hardman, a 4. 
Okay, that's a big. That's a different ball game. Because right now you're you want Lazard to be a two. He never felt like a two in Green Bay. Andy Reid bails on the on the young kid. That tells you something. So I I will say though, not a peep from the New York Giants. In fact, they picked up according to I haven't seen it yet. I haven't been on my phone. Isaiah Simmons. Linebacker, former first-rounder, kind of a playmaker, but an odd fit. Arizona moved off him. He's now a giant. Big, moves well, can make plays. Who knows how he fits? So it is something. Top of next hour, Greg Cosell, and I am inches away from my AFC and NFC playoff teams. I'm considering four teams not in. I'm going to watch them for the next 10 days, go on vacation next week, then I'll figure it out. By the way, Nick Wright yesterday, very concerned about the New York Jets. I think the Jets have a below average coach, and I know they have a bad offensive line. They have overall, as far as what we know about their weapons, a below average group for the AFC. Garrett Wilson is excellent. After that, it's a bunch of number three receivers, a running back coming off, unfortunately, a torn ACL, and another running back who the whole league loved so much who was available three days ago, and you're in the toughest division in the, in the, in the league, and you have the toughest open to the season of any team the first six weeks, and you have a quarterback who is coming off the worst year of his career. I don't think that's a hot take. I, I said this yesterday. There's a lot of beeping red lights with the Jets. The Corey Davis thing is not the end of the world. If you go Tuesday, there's going to be a good receiver. You can find receiving talent. You can find receiving talent. Go get a veteran that Aaron Rodgers, he doesn't want any kids. He's already got Garrett Wilson and the kid from Kansas City. He's got kids. He, go get Aaron Rodgers, somebody that's been around the league. Let me tell you something. How do you think Aaron Rodgers reacts if he gets a call? Mike Evans coming to town. That, that's a game changer. That, that now, now, I think about the Jets differently off one star receiver. Because Lazard's a three, not a two. You try to wedge him up. That's not what he is. I've, I've watched. He, he's very, very, you know, he's got some size to him. I don't think he's a consistent two. It's okay to get worried. It's okay, sir. It's, <laughs> it's okay to get worried. I mean, you can be worried. It's okay. You know, the audience can see what you're doing. Just needling me with the it's Jets. Not just what I do. Getting under my skin. Hey, what are we, three, less than three weeks away from the opener? Jets, Bills. Oh, I can't wait. No, oh, I can't. So excited. So excited. The average break-in lasts 8 to 10 minutes. That's why you need new 24-7 live guard protection from Simply Safe. Get 20% off any system. Sign up for a free month trial of Fast Protect Monitoring at simplysafecolin.com. There is no safe like Simply Safe. Hour one is down. Greg Cosell around the corner. It's the herd. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So wherever your next journey together takes you, start it off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Learn more at ProPlansport.com. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. 
and you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots, and Decovis is your stop before attending your next concert. All Decovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Decovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. Stop by your local Decovis store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. I love it. If you can't make it to a store, just visit Decovis.com. Stores are great, but it's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today.